Hello and welcome back to Free Peaches in a Podcast. Uh, well, we are your hosts, Carly. And Nat. And unfortunately we don't have little Laura today, but life as always taken over and there are many stresses and strains on all three of us of which we're about to discuss actually. So little Miss Natalie Miller has obviously made you all aware via one of our posts. But Nat, do you want to tell people that may not have seen the post why you've been so busy recently? I'm up the duff. (laughs) 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 I've got a little baby in my tummy that's kicking as we speak. (laughs) Yeah, as when this goes out, I will be. So I'm 20 weeks, nearly 20. I'll be nearly 22 weeks pregnant by the time this comes out. How mad that? We've tried to establish the maths many times as to how many weeks you're in a <laughs> No, let me just give you a background to the really complicated maths, okay? So, full-term pregnancy is 40 weeks, yet they always say that your your pregnancy term is nine months. Well, if you divide 40 by – this is, this was my bad math before. I was like, if you divide 40 by four, because there's four weeks in a month, that's 10 months. So why do people say nine months? But then after many voice notes, we established that actually there's probably more than four weeks in a month because there's more than 28 days in a month. So that took me a while to get my head around. But, yes, 22 weeks, um, just over five months. There you go. So that's like the extreme opposite of – where you were this time last year yeah literally your so this time last year nearly to the day yeah. I was competing at NFM yeah it's true actually when this podcast goes out I think literally to the day nearly give or take a few days so that's crazy I was at my lowest weight ever probably 40 what would it be 48 kilos <laughs> now my heaviest weight ever okay so I haven't weighed myself as everyone knows like I I came off social media and I just needed like before I fell pregnant and stuff so back in February um and I even stopped like weighing myself and all that sort of stuff so I don't actually know what I was before I was started before I started being pregnant before before I became pregnant I didn't know how much I weighed but at my last um midwife check-in I was 66 kilos and that was a good eight weeks ago so I'm probably nearly near enough 70 kilos which is I mean, I'm five foot two, so that's, I've never been that for my height ever. So that's a lot, considering this time last year, we're talking about a good 20, what's that, 20, 20 something kilos more? That's, that's ridiculous. You have a child on board, so. I, I, I am with a child. You are with a child. Last year you were prep mad, stepping on stage, and you became pro in god knows how many different categories and you cleaned up in different federations so what happened once you sort of finished shows was it always the intention to start trying to have a family this year or were you planning on competing again and then trying to have a family later on so how I left it out of my last show was that um I would compete this year my plan was to compete this year to be honest and then Josh and I would start trying at the end of this year was what we were going to do so we were going to start trying for a family at the end of this year so pretty much coming up the next few months so nothing to do with COVID made my decision because I it already happened before the COVID scenario um but I was I was actually going to gun for the NFM show in 
March I think it was March or April or maybe even May so I pretty much had a very short off season and my feedback from judges was always I didn't need to put on muscle so it was just kind of trying to stay as lean as possible which didn't happen at all because I basically did a rapid um, recovery diet not a reverse diet and put on those away anyway so I didn't need to do a gaining phase I was going to go straight into a prep but then around Christmas time I had a pregnancy scare and by that I mean it's still inconclusive but I thought I was pregnant and perhaps had I had a very late period that now um, after speaking to some midwives could have been a very early miscarriage so that was quite difficult in many different aspects because I had that unexpected oh my god I'm pregnant compared to a I wasn't ready for this but actually I really like the thought of this and then I was actually disappointed when it wasn't so that then made Josh and I kind of reevaluated that scenario I was just like hang on a minute if we're disappointed that this wasn't the case why are we waiting and then it was kind of coming down to me being like well is it worth putting off I don't know you kind of have these life decisions in terms of you hear about it can take people years to get pregnant. I think that kind of scared me. And it was always something that was re- really going to be very soon on the horizon. And I suppose in the back of my head, what I didn't want to happen was prep for another year. Because it would have been a year because the goal was to compete abroad. So my original plan was to do NFM in the May with the aim of going into that show with wanting a ticket to America in the summer. So that was the goal. So it would have been all year on prep again um so do I want what was going through my head was do I want to go through another year of a prep come out of it and actually realize I've battered my body for the last three years and then be told that actually it might take years to recover and I may not be able to have children so that was kind of what what went through my head and then on the back of that after literally a very short (laughs) what I thought was a prep a few weeks of being on a diet or restricting calories I kind of came to the decision end of Jan-ish, I think, or February. I can't remember the top of my head. Maybe even as late as February, early March. Um, now let's can it and not go for this. Um, then literally as I made that decision, COVID kind of started to creep in. So the two were completely mutually exclusive and not linked at all. But actually it's a funny thing that I think these things take turn of events because the plan was never to do like the plan was always to do compete abroad that's what I wanted next not to do more shows um just in England I wanted to do with the site of going abroad um so yeah that's basically in a nutshell that answers your question because <laughs> you touched on a, a point that I was going to sort of ask about actually because as we know a lot of girls like you could lose the period have issues with all their hormones coming out of a prep and you'd had quite a hard prep um especially like the first few months was was brutal for your first show so were you concerned that you'd already done the damage to your body straight after show before you had the pregnancy scare as such and stuff like that were you was that in your back of your mind that damage had been done and that that might not have been an option you know what no because um my periods came back pretty much like they started to I think it took a little while for them to come back and be a bit regular. And I would say they only really started to come more regular in probably March time, which will probably come on to how long it did take Josh and I to fall pregnant. Um, But I think what did it for me was the recovery. Like none of this 
slow reverse like if you come out of basically if you what I want to say is if you're in a similar scenario to what I was and you're in a position where you want to have kids soon just don't faff around with protecting your image because it all evens out in the end um like just get just eat I know I can't say eat intuitively because what the hell is that like people don't even know how to eat intuitively who haven't competed but just eat to appetite eat what you want feed those like your hormones are going to be all over the place basically is what I'm trying to say so eat to appetite and your appetite will die down like there's no point starving yourself like for the first few weeks coming out of a show for the sake of putting on a few extra pounds like just basically rack those calories up to I wouldn't even really focus on a calorie number or a target I would just eat what you want you know if you wake up and you want a big bowl of cereal and sandwiches all day or whatever you want just eat it because it's the best thing that's going to get your hormones back up to how they were because you you said to us girls initially that you couldn't seem to find your fall but then all of a sudden you said that hit quite quickly and your your appetite then suppressed quite a lot didn't oh, it? Yeah, massively. it's amazing how that happens you do you do have to go it's as painful as it is and it is quite demoralizing I think is the word to say you know like when people still manage to hold into some shape but then you hear they still have some mental problems and body image problems and you know you just need to get back to a happy space as soon as possible so yes I put on weight a lot quicker but I was happier a lot quicker and in my own self a lot quicker and my periods came back a lot quicker and my hormones came back a lot quicker and then you know what my appetite evened out a lot quicker and my food focusedness was gone a lot quicker so actually yes things happen a lot quicker but all the good things happen with that so where yeah. I was by a month as quick as a month later or even my I would say three weeks later I wasn't food focused I was happy to wake up and have whatever for breakfast whatever for lunch whatever for dinner I still had friends who were like binging on packets of whatever because they're still trying to restrict themselves um so everything evened out a lot quicker for me um including the fall in weight as well um so my weight really stabilized so I think the last time I weighed myself before my midwife did, so we're talking a probably a good six months or so before I even got pregnant, um, the weight, the last log, logged weight I have on my phone is from February time. And I was, I think, 64 kilos. Um, so I'm pretty sure even when I stopped weighing myself, I dropped quite a lot. Um, after that considering my last midwife appointment was 66 kilos so I'm pretty sure that I put on a lot more than two kilos in a pregnancy so I'm pretty sure that I was down a lot more than that as well so um, what I'm trying to say is don't focus on your image and the scale weight and all that sort of stuff it will come down and if you're looking to start a family well there's no point even tracking it anyway really (laughs) the midwives do that to track the growth of the baby not your image so in relation to because it's, it's such a big life turn isn't mm. it from living breathing eating sleeping everything gym prepping food training to a complete bloody like 180 360 whatever you want to call yeah. it of all of that going do you still are you still training to a degree or is there anything exercise wise that you're doing or have you just uh. <laughs> so um you know what everything just kind of happened at once at the same time that I I stopped my plans to prep 
I think I just went on a whole rebellion. Like I actually quit my gym membership. And again, this was all before COVID. So I quit all my gym membership. And I wanted to do something different. I just needed a cleansing of everything bodybuilding. I think I just had enough by that point. So I actually joined a boot camp class. I think I talked about it on the podcast before. Um, and really got into doing more boot camp style, lifestyle, fitness stuff, rather than just focusing on deadlifting. And I just needed to get away from training body parts. Like I just kind of got a bit lost without that bodybuilding goal. Um and then I fell pregnant and COVID hit at the same time. So um, I couldn't do the physical um, bodybuilding classes. And, oh, I don't know, all these Zoom stuff. Like, you say you can do this Zoom class, that Zoom class. Am I heck going to do that Zoom class? Like, no. So I didn't do anything for ages. I was just walking Lola. So just lots of walking, to be honest. Um, and that's what I've done, just walked. And um, haven't been back to the gym I quit my boot camp stuff and then for the first time last night I went to pregnancy yoga. <laughs> she made new friends we've told her she's not allowed new friends. <laughs> so I say that I got rid of all social media I have actually now joined a new social media platform called Peanut <laughs> which is basically Tinder for pregnant ladies and I we try it. and we try and make new mum friends um so a peanut pal of mine invited me to pregnancy yoga so I went to pregnancy yoga um, and that was actually an in-person class, which was good. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I mean, you can't even call it exercise. It was basically just lying on your tummy, uh, lying on your side, sorry, feeding your tummy, um, connecting with the baby, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> it was very, very light touch. <laughs> I love it. I, I just love this idea of a pregnancy yoga. It's just like all different pictures of bumps that you just swipe. <laughs> no, I don't like that. It literally bump. is that. It literally <laughs> is that. I, yeah, you can get quite judgy, but, you know. So mentally, how do you think that, you know, stepping away from all of that has done you? Oh, really, yeah, like, really good. I think, um, like, I do, I do miss it. Like, now, I think I needed that time to, like, I think it's, like, the same as an off-season as well. Like, you need that time to be and live and do something, you know, not be so focused on, prepping and all that sort of stuff to then appreciate the prep and I needed time away from the gym to appreciate the gym and actually I do like have that urge to get back in the gym now um the only reason I'm not is because I just don't see the point at the moment like I'm literally going to get in and be like two kilo dumbbells like it's just not going to be any point because I'm not and where I've been they do say where you where you're used to exercising before you can't go through your pregnancy exercising but I mean I haven't lifted weight since like February so I, I can't really say that I suddenly going back into it now is very wise, nor do I think I would enjoy it because I wouldn't be able to give it 110% because a lot of things you shouldn't do or should avoid and, you know, tame down. So I'm going to stick with the pregnancy, the, the yoga pregnancy thing now, the yoga. Um, but I do, I do miss it. Um, I can't even remember what your question was, actually. I'm sorry, I'm just going off on tangent. Just how about- it's on you dummy good mentally yeah um yeah like I think I think it was needed so I I think what I'm ready for post-pregnancy after the baby's appropriate age (laughs) I'm not breastfeeding and I'm not um like I can I'd be looking I'd really be looking forward to getting into the gym and kind of always having that transformation post-pregnancy like I've got a holiday booked we've got a friend's wedding in Santorini next September so I'm thinking like maybe 
May time to September time will be my like three months, four months to get in shape before that holiday. That's my goal. That that would be my goal basically. And in relation to competing, is that something you'll ever do again? Is that something that you're planning on doing sooner rather than later, or is it not even a sort of a consideration? You know what? It's not ruled out as a consideration, but it will probably be like when I'm masters. Like it will probably be a ten year time thing. Nothing. I don't think it will be anytime soon if I'm being honest with you just because like my goal is now family and yeah. I want like a troop you know like a five-a-side football match family <laughs> like I, I, I want a big family so I can imagine me you know like not too too soon after the first having a second and seeing seeing how it all goes so I can't I can't see that my body will be in a position to prep anytime soon it'll probably yeah. be when I'm done with kids that will be the time that I think about it again so quite honestly you probably it's, ne- it's not never going to be a never I think I needed the time to step away from stage um like this this year and obviously like just life circumstances I wish I had a few more seasons under my belt if I'm being honest with you it's just kind of a shame that everything panned out how it did for my competing career because I felt like felt like my body was in a really good place. Um, I was really happy with the package that I brought to all my shows, and the feedback was just that bit leaner. I just never got that condition that I wanted, um, so it wasn't anything I'd really needed to do <laughs> to starve myself more. And that was always the hardest part for me. I never le- left myself enough time, so I was really hoping to crack that this year. And I really wanted to coach myself, so that was a big goal for me as well. So I have some unfulfilled goals that I wanted to fulfil um that I never did so like like you said before there's always time isn't there it's always time yeah well shout out to Deborah who we haven't shouted out in ages you know she's an inspiration still going at her age if she listens to this she'll pick me up that comment at her age she's still going (laughs) she's gonna kill you she'll kill me (laughs) um but yeah like so that gives me hope that, you know, I've got plenty of time. Um, so, yeah, never say never, but not, I, I don't think, I can't see it in the next 10 years, to be quite honest with you. Um, and on that note, I will be selling my bikini stuff. So yeah. check our peach page. I will um, get stuff out there. I've got my bikinis that have hardly been worn. Literally, like, one of them's been worn twice, one of them's been worn once, like, brand new condition. I've got loads of stuff that I want to sell. So um, people, yeah, message me about that. Dog, get out of the Sorry, I'm being attacked by my dog. Um, and in relation to, like, body image, mm-hmm. of going from you saying that you were really happy with the package that you took to show, and so you should be, like, looked insane, how have you then found the opposite changes in your body, obviously, mm-hmm growing a little bambino oh what are we at now can cancel out yeah um by the time this podcast goes out it'll be an aubergine i think it's an aubergine so growing yeah. an aubergine inside of you and all the changes in relation to your physique how have you found that you know what really good like as it's a shift um a switch in your mind shifts and you actually want to be bigger like I I want to have a bigger bump like that is I want to look pregnant now like I, I do look pregnant like 
before we started this podcast, Kylie was like, it might be the angle of your screen, but your boobs look massive. Like they are huge. Like I have had a free boob job on the NHS. Um, and like my bump is getting a lot bigger, um, but you just want to look, you just always want to look more pregnant. Like I want to go out and people be like, oh, how many weeks are you? Like you just want to look bigger. So it's a completely different scenario. It's the reverse from prep. Like you want to look smaller and people to tell you how small you are. But actually now I want to look pregnant and people go, oh my God, you're so big. Because it's like, I know that I've got a healthy baby, you know. So it's been good. There's been other awful sides of it. Like the stretch marks are just unreal. Like my boobs are like bloodshot eyeballs. Like <laughs> the stretch mark that I've got on them. Sorry for that image. Like stretch marks all down my thighs and my back and stuff like that. Like nothing, no, not in the normal places you'd imagine, like on your belly. But in the weird places I've got stretch marks you know like cellulite forming where I haven't been doing weight training and haven't got mus- that much like also got muscle there still but I've lost a lot of muscle as well um so that's been quite difficult I I, I say difficult like for a lifestyle I know I've always found this a really weird battle between bodybuilding and lifestyle fitness for lifestyle fit body I wanted to lose some muscle like that sounds a bit weird but I didn't like how bulky my arms got and stuff like that it, you, it only looks good when you're lean obviously that's not a sustainable physique so I like the fact that I've lost muscle in some places but don't like the fact that I'm not toned in many places now um and obviously holding on to ridiculous amounts of water like your body's pumping I think nearly 50 60 percent more blood around your body so like you're just holding on to more water and more fluid so you, I do feel swollen a lot of the time but it's not negative because you're growing life inside of you and that's just natural and that's just what it's just like you can't resent that because you've just got something kicking literally I can feel it inside me so yeah it's weird it's people think it will be so difficult to process but it's not it's just a beautiful thing really oh see we've got a little baby peach coming to the party (laughs) but I don't think if anything you want to add I don't think I've got any other questions I think we've covered quite a lot of it to be honest um yeah I think that's that's been it really just how bodies change is probably the main one to cover from a bodybuilding perspective and um if anyone's got any specific questions about you know starting a family after competing and body wise and all that sort of stuff just feel free to reach out to me because I know it's quite a niche thing that most competitors might not be thinking about or maybe there are some competitors thinking about it so yeah feel free to message but that explains a lot why we haven't why been quiet. Because <laughs> we've been try- trying to keep it quiet, and then it's been like, uh, we need all three of us to be here, and then it's, you know, that's not happened either, and it's just been one thing after another. And it's, when do we tell people? When don't we tell people? And me and Laura have been super excited for ages, as is Deborah. Um, yeah, I think, I think, um, I mean, we might as well call Deborah a peach now, but I think the peaches, um, they found out literally like week three. <laughs> known for like 19 weeks and it's been really difficult to do a podcast because mainly selfishly for me like any input I had would just be yeah I'm not going to the gym and yeah I'm eating what I want so and people wouldn't know why because I wanted to wait first of all until my 12 week scan and then I just had my 20 week scan so it felt right to wait until then um and no I don't know if it's a boy or girl I'm leaving it a surprise will be oh, obvious, yeah. obvious question so yeah I know people will be excited because we have had a couple of people going, where's Nat? Why is Nat so 
social media. And then one girl even went, is that pregnant? Because I know she wanted to try and have a family. And she thought, is that social media? I'm like, no, no, she's, um, she's uh, busy. <laughs> she's just sitting in the corner eating loads. <laughs> anything but i mean i didn't um i know we'll wrap up now but i didn't even touch on like first trimester and how that screwed you up in terms of morning sickness and fatigue and that was the main reason why as well i wasn't doing anything physical during that time because you're just knackered and you want to puke every five minutes so that kind of didn't help either but yeah (laughs) as long as everything's healthy that's all we care about to be honest definitely all right, my lovely. Well, we'll leave Thank it there. Um, yeah. Congratulations again. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll keep you posted as well on uh, on Nat's progress. It's like the opposite progress to last year. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Crazy, crazy. Yes, you will. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.